Welcome back to Views from the North. This is the 22nd episode I've recorded, and I hope to make it a really good one today. I recently had someone reach out to me with mindset questions, and I wanted to share one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned. It's not an easy subject, so today may run a little longer than normal. Before we get any further though, I want to let you know that I appreciate all of you and that I do want to hear from you. My contact information is always in the show notes and if there's ever anything you wish I would cover, just reach out to me and let me know and I will do my best to accommodate you. Okay, mindset tricks that I wish I knew when I was younger or rather a mindset concept. Here we go. The idea of self-ownership. Now you're like, well, of course I own myself. But are you living the part? Here's what I'm at. I see people all the time talking about they're trying to change, about they want to change the world. That's great for ambition and all. But it lacks the practicality of the starting point. And in the entirety of all existence, there is but one starting point for all humans. That's right, it's the same for all humans. I don't care if you're in the middle of Bush, Africa, or if you happen to be in the middle of downtown Tokyo on top of a skyscraper. It truly does not matter who you are or where you are. If you wish to change the world, nay, the entire universe, there is but one singular starting point. And before you think I'm getting all Zen or philosophical here, I'm actually being absurdly literal. And that is, there is literally one starting place for all humanity to change the universe. And that is by changing yourself. Now, part of having a growth mindset is the understanding that your mindset, your experience, your abilities are all upgradable. Literally, unless you have uh, some horrible brain injury, you are an upgradable being. And in terms of growth mindsets, this is true. If, if you have that mindset, you can. If you don't, you don't. So let's all begin from the spot that we could all possibly be better than we are now. Traditionally, in, well, Western or American viewpoints, we always tend to look for how we can change our environment. This is a huge huge flaw. We shouldn't be worrying about manipulating our environment, provided that we're worried about hurting our environment. But even in that, how you control the environment from being hurt by your actions is quite simply controlling your actions. So that's what we're on about today, is that beginning place you need to start from to change anything in the entire universe. And that is 
control of and ownership of oneself and your environment. It's really easy to stop and go, well, yeah, my house is a mess, but... Or, yeah, that's, that's that other problem over there. I'll get to that. That's not owning your environment. And that is believing that your environment is separate from you. This is a, an oxymoron, okay? A, a contradicting falsehood. It, it's just absurdly impossible. When it comes to physics, and, and yeah, we're going to dive into physics with this one. We all exist within a closed system that is the universe. Now, the law of conservation that works over this universe, it's in thermodynamics, it's in chemistry, it's in physics. The law of conservation simply states that nothing can actually be created or destroyed, merely transformed. So... How does that change anything? Well, the fact of the matter is, in a system like that, is separation from your environment is a falsehood. It's a closed system that we are within. So, if you're having problems in your environment, well, then you need to take that up with whoever's running the environment, right? Well, guess what? If you're an adult, you need to look in the mirror, because that person staring back is the person responsible. This is a hard one to hear. A lot of people don't want to know that they are in charge of their own environment. They don't realize that ownership of their environment is their job. It's quite simply, there is no difference between your environment and yourself. If you want to change your environment, it's right back to that initial starting point for all humanity, and that is taking ownership of yourself and manipulating yourself. This is why we have consciousness. That is our superpower, is our ability to consciously and deliberately manipulate ourselves. I'm not talking about manipulating other people to buy your service. I'm not talking about manipulating the ad set on Facebook just right. I'm talking about manipulating yourself from the way you think to the emotional states you hold on to. If you want to change the universe, the only part of it that you can effectively change is yourself. But because of that law of conservation and the fact that we are within that closed system of the universe, if we manipulate ourselves, in, we are in fact manipulating the entire universe. Now, sure, we're not going to create any temporal portals, or that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you're dissatisfied with your life, then you need to do something about that for yourself. And in fact, if your motives are right, doing that something for yourself might be the biggest benefit you can give the people that are important in your life. Think about that. You shouldn't be worrying about manipulating so-and-so over in marketing or uh, 
Mr. or Mrs. down there in accounting. What you need to focus on is making you the best version of yourself possible, and that impacts the entire universe. Now, you might think that, okay, yeah, that's a great philosophical idea, but the math mathematician Hoyle, back in the 1800s, before they named electrons electrons, uh, to paraphrase him, if one electron vibrates, so must the entire universe. And this is, again, because of that law of conservation and because of the Newtonian laws of motion. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Sure, oscillating or vibrating an electron is not manipulating that much energy. Okay, I mean, let's face it, it's a single electron, right? But the effect of doing that must, by the very nature of things, affect the entire universe. Now, is that manipulation on the entire universe tiny? Sure. But you've changed the state of an electron, therefore you've changed the state of the closed system of the universe. So, we, the, the whole idea of separation from our environments, from our existence, is complete bullpucky. And I haven't nailed it down yet, but I'm pretty sure it comes from ego. You know, to, to make oneself better than the neighbor or what have you, when the fact of the matter is, they're an expression of us, and we are an expression of them. It's a closed system. Nothing can actually be created or destroyed. So how are we going to go about utilizing this information? Very simply, if you want to change the universe, change yourself. Doing this deliberately will impact everything and everyone around you. So how are you going to do it? Are you going to say, ah, no, I don't want to, this is too much work? Or are you going to say, you know what? Gandhi was right, be the change you want to be, you want to see in the world. It's taking ownership of that ability, that power to manipulate your environment for the better that is the really amazing thing about humans is by having that ability we literally can shape the universe we we shape the universe of our co-workers of our friends of our family so if we want their existence to be better we can't go up to them we can't poke them in the chest and he goes be be in a better existence I know, sounds a little bit hypocritical, but what I'm trying to tell you is you actually have a powerful set of tools that probably no one's ever explained how to use. Especially if you don't understand that you are responsible for your own universe. That ownership of self and of the universe that you exist in is something we're not taught. You know, you go into school and all that, and it's, well, the government does this, and you do that, and, you know, society is this. No, if you want the world to be different, be different yourself. And the universe 
because it's a closed system, will be affected by you changing yourself. It's that simple. You want to live in a better neighborhood? Be the better neighbor. If you want to live in a better town, be a better town folk. It, it, it's that simple. If if you change who you are, there is zero percent possibility that your environment around you will not be impacted because it's a closed system. There's a cap on the wattage of the universe, and if you change the wattage that you draw or emit, then you are changing the entire universe because that energy is now different. So, we've established that our behavior affects our environment. Now, yes, our environment will affect our behavior, more so if we're mere animals, but if you're listening to this and you're getting my words, odds are you're a human. And the beautiful thing about humans is free will. Now, there's people that argue, you know, what is or isn't, or do we even have it? <clears throat> Excuse me. What we really, really have is the ability to pay attention and to choose our response. Notice I don't say reaction. Reaction is like knee-jerk, unconscious response. But an actual response is one that comes from knowing and from deliberate choice. If you can, if you can make that transition from reacting to the way your coworkers treat you to responding to the way coworkers treat you, guess what? Necessarily, you will change not only how they experience you, but also how they respond to you. So you have the opportunity to manipulate them by manipulating yourself. It's that simple. You don't have to pull mind tricks on these people around you. You don't have to be all Machiavell Machiavellian. But if you are responsible for yourself, if you own yourself as a living being in the universe, guess what? You are changing the whole universe. It's that simple. So, like Gandhi said, be the change you want to be see in the universe. One of the things I'm doing personally these days to make that change is I'm doing a future-paced journal. That is, I'm writing in a journal. Okay, personally, to me, writing is a form of magic. We can cover that another day, but it really is powerful, especially when it is your hand writing your thoughts onto a real piece of paper. But back to this future paced journal, your subconscious mind believes everything you feed it. They've proven that it's scientific. It's without a question. Your subconscious mind believes everything you tell it, including that little voice in your head you know, the one that's telling you how bad things are? Yeah. Your subconscious mind believes every word that tape is playing. 
we all have to get to the point where we change that tape. That's just the way it is. So, back to this journal. A future paced journal is where you are writing things that have happened to you and how you're responding to them, how it makes you feel as your future self. So that is like a kind of a time traveler's notebook. You constantly write down the future as you wish to perceive it. And your subconscious mind just picks up on all of this. I mean, the fact you wrote it down means it must be true, right? So subconsciously, you are going to try to meet that expectation you're setting in your journal. Now, here's the interesting thought. When you are aiming at a target, how are you doing it? If you're just pointing your gun or your arrow, whatever, whatever, however you're aiming at your target, whatever tool you're doing it with, you need to do it in such a way that you start from the target and come back to you. What that means is you're going to be much quicker on your alignment and you're going to have a much higher probability of actually hitting your target. How this works is that by having that relative information about where your target is, how it's moving, and what your target is, you make it so that your brain can understand the objective and how to get there. So worry less about the details of the process. Start with the result and work backwards. Pretty much all of the great books on setting goals and achieving, like uh, Stephen Covey's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, they all tell you to work backwards from your goal. Now, if you try and work towards your goal in both designing it and deciding what it is, then you're going to run into all these forks in the road and you won't see the path. But if you work it backwards, then you'll see all these offshoots that go, but they don't lead to my target. Your brain will pick up on that and you will have a much easier time of doing this. Part of actually achieving having my podcast has been working backwards on that. I knew that I wanted a podcast, but if I was working like, if I was trying to work forwards, it's like, well, I want to have a podcast, but what will it be about? You know, uh, who should I host it with? What tools do I need? Yada, yada, yada. But if you start from having the podcast and working backwards, okay, I want a podcast. What can I make it about? Well, let's see. I really enjoy talking about mindset, physics, and entrepreneurial uh, stuff. So let's start there. Okay, what do I need to do this? Well, there's this great app, which, as you've by now all figured out from the ads that I run, that I work with Anchor. It's been free. It lets me get my voice out. Hey, there you go. Mini plug. Speaking of mini plugs, uh, there are some wonderful people out there who've been helping me in all this.
And I just want to say thank you. Uh, I've had a couple pieces of equipment go down. And I've had people voluntarily help me. So even though for their own reasons they've asked not to have their name mentioned, I want them to know they're very appreciated. I also happen to know that they listen to the show regularly. And I encourage you to join them. As I'm always going to try and lead with value, I'm always going to do my best to leave you in a better state than you were in before we met. This effect upon you of my podcast is a deliberate reflection, going back to my intro, of manipulating others by manipulating yourself. I am benefiting from having a podcast. There's a lot of sociological stuff that goes along with being a podcast host. And I'm seeing that benefit because I'm trying to bring you benefit. But all of that is coming out of the fact that I am controlling myself. It is my efforts to master myself that has led to a podcast for you to enjoy. Just as it was the efforts at controlling themselves that led people to create the format of podcasts. So think about it in that way. Your efforts do affect other people. And I think that's where most of us begin to feel that there is no connection anymore or that they are having no effect is they are not seeing the impact because they're looking for it the wrong way. You are impacting your environment with every, not just action you take, but with your very thoughts. How you choose to respond to the universe chooses how the universe reacts to you. So what reaction are you choosing? And what state will you leave the universe in when your time is up? If you want to manipulate the entire universe, it is absurdly easy. Because the only thing you have to do is manipulate yourself. Now, a lot of you are probably raising objections to this, like, change is hard, or, or maybe, you know, that's not the way it works for me. And I want to talk about something here, and this is the idea of self-ownership. It goes in along with this, but if you are accepting and owning your behavior, if you're owning your changes to the environment that you create, and you're being 100% responsible for it, then you are changing everything just by choosing to own your own actions and inactions. No one else can do it. Have you ever gone in the mall and seen a kiosk that says, uh, apply here for permission to change yourself? Do you believe that changing yourself is possible? If you don't believe that changing yourself is possible, then that is a static mindset and the very reason why things haven't changed for you. But if you believe it's possible and you believe that you have the ability to put in the effort, then guess what? That's a growth mindset and at some point you are going to achieve. So, 
I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope I've given you a little food for thought. But remember, the key to this entire action plan is working on yourself. And in working on yourself, you are, in fact, changing the entire universe. Have a great day, and I look forward to talking to you on episode 23.